Robert Felice is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Momo Rodriguez again. All right, guys. We're here for your post-game analysis slash bullshit show about the matchup that was our Houston Dynamo versus the Frisco Rent Boys. So, starting lineup. Marich and goal. Lundqvist and left back. Figueroa and Parker at center back. Valentin at the right back. Vera Jones and Corona in midfield. And up top, you had Memo, Maxi, and Fafa. On the bench, you had, uh, well, you had Nelson, Bizama, Fumayor, whom we didn't see. Boniak, Saren, and Quintero, who we saw. Bahamich, Lasseter, who we also saw. And Christian Ramirez. First, let me say that uh, I was calling the FC Dallas player O'Brien. It's O'Brien. That just shows you I'm a gringo. And my knowledge of international soccer is limited at best. Unless it takes place in England or United States. Couple things. First half. Let's talk about it. Holy shit, it was sloppy. Was it not? We were lucky to leave there with a point. We were. Dallas controlled most of the game. That first half when we went in one-to-one, I felt extremely fortunate that it was 1-1. Extremely. It very well could have been 2-0, 3-0. So we were lucky to go in one-to-one. A handball is a gift from the gods, and that's what we got today. The biggest and most glaring issue with the club today was the absence of Tyler Pasher. We did not look anything like we've looked all year without our little spark plug barreling up and down the field. Barreling up and down the field. You can also see in the first half that the lack of a fit or true center back has been apparent. It's been apparent every week. Figueroa looked all right. Parker was relatively quiet, which is always a good thing. But, you know, there was a lot of space in the back line in the front in the first half. We did not press as much in the first. I'm going to blame the weather. You saw that we pressed more in the second half. We started the press towards the ends. But I would imagine the weather had something to do with it. It was hot. It was 90 degrees in Frisco. You could tell it was hot because Paxton Pomacall's little pedostache was, was dripping sweat. By the way, Paxton Pomacall looks like a babysitter I would never hire. If my babysitter showed up and looked like him, I would just be like, nope, we're not, we're not, hey, we're not going to go out tonight. You can go home. I do not need anybody but me to watch my kids. He looks disturbing. And part of that is because of the shit he said. It just makes me look at him in a, a, a different fashion. But I've always thought, what is going on with your facial hair? Like you, you're a hundred times the athlete I am, but I know how to groom my face. I don't look like, you know, an eight-year-old child's worst nightmare, which you do. Paxton, Pedestache, Pomacall. Our passing and FC Dallas's passing, quite simply, it was it was quite horrendous. Ours was terrible in the first half. I feel like FC Dallas saw how bad we were, and we were like, "Hey, hi, hold my beer, watch what I can do." The passing was absolutely horrendous. It seemed to me like our players did not want the ball at their feet too long. It was, get the ball away. Get the ball out of my feet. I don't care where it goes as long as it goes the other way away from my keeper. 
I don't want the ball. Get it away from my feet. Fafa Pico got on the scoreboard today with a nice penalty kick. Thank, thank, thank you for a handball. Thank God for the handballs. Now, where FC Dallas scored, it was absolutely maddening to watch that replay, to watch it in real time. That guy was, he was wide ass open. He was. Now, typically, Zarek Valentin plays on the right. Adam Lundqvist plays on the left. This particular section, this particular part of the match, I cussed out Zarek because I didn't see the replay yet. And I said, fucking Zarek again. No, it was Lundqvist. Lundqvist was watching the kick. He never even saw the runner. Yeah, Marco softly saved the ball. He saved the ball. He saved the shot. And then the guy just bundled it home off his chest. So, I mean, that should not be a spot where they scored. That should never happen. An open run like that is just simply you're not paying attention and you're just game watching. You're ball watching, which if you think about it as a defender, that's where most of the mistakes happen. They're watching the ball. Remember what Coach Finister said last week? You look at the ball, you look left shoulder, right shoulder, and you see what's around you. All right? You got to stop watching the ball. I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a soccer coach. I've coached sports at, at not a high level, not college, but not peewee. Okay? Awareness and intelligence are huge aspects of any, any, athlete's, any athlete's makeup. All of them. Do you think Tom Brady is as good as he is because physically he's a beast? No. He's a fucking genius. Do you think Gretzky was as good as he was because he's a, a beast? No. He's a fucking genius. Greg Maddox, same thing. Having athletic intelligence is important. Any dumbass can kick a ball or throw a ball. But it's the ones that know what to do with it and when to do it that become great. Yes, having a physical, you know, being superior, being physically superior is important, but your athletic knowledge and, and your acumen, your IQ, your, your in-game IQ, they play huge roles in, in how well you perform. That's why we always said the game speed is different than, you know, a 40-yard dash. You can have a 4-3-40, but in the game, if you can't react, what good are you? I thought we were, like I said before, extremely lucky not to go in down two to three goals at halftime. We looked disorganized and sluggish in the first half. I think the first half was the worst half of football I've seen from us all year, so far, hands down, including La Copita. I think it was it was a very disorganized appearance. Why, Finister? Why was it so disorganized? Well, there were changes. Jones brings a different dynamic. Having Pasher out changes your dynamic. I was, I really was, aside from the two really bad passes from Derek Jones, thought he played well, but we're going to get to player ratings in a little bit at the end. I was not, I didn't think that the referee was doing a good job of evenly distributing yellow cards, but I am biased, okay? We had three yellows before FC Dallas had one, and there were a couple chippy little fouls at the start of the second half that were all FC Dallas. Yeah, we were cunty in the first half, but they were prickish in the second. I, I didn't think that the yellows were distributed evenly. I think I'm, I'm very surprised nobody got a red, especially from us, especially Memo. Memo gave Paxton a nice Paxton. Memo gave Paxton a nice little push out of bounds, which was fine. You know, that's what you get for being a dickhead and running your mouth when you're not even starting on your team. 
But um, yeah, no reds, amazing. Seriously. Uh, in the final third, when we were in Dallas's final third in the second half, a lot of time, a few times, it seemed to me like our players were just standing behind FC Dallas's players, literally hiding. It didn't seem like we wanted a whole lot of the ball today. We were relying. It seemed like we were relying a lot of one-on-ones. The passing, like I said, was not very, very good. Not at all. Whew. Man, I'm still I'm riding the high. I'm riding the high of getting a point up there in Frisco. We could have won the game. A lot of Maxi haters out there. But Maxi didn't do anything again. He didn't. So we'll see how that goes. Derek Jones really was high up the pitch quite often. He was pressing at the top of the uh, the top of the box. He was. I don't think he belongs that high up. I don't think he's athletic enough to track back and chase anybody down. I do like the fact that most of Marich's launched passes went in the direction of Jones. Yeah, he's six three. That's who you should kick the ball to. Kick it to the tall guy that can jump. Okay, stop kicking it to Memo. Memo's like five eight. Kick it at Derek. I was, like I said, I was surprised Jones played so high up. He lumbers. A couple of times on the ball, he looked really, really good. He looked really talented. He looked like he was able to work within that little box. And he made some guys miss. So there, there's potential there. 100%, there's potential with Derek Jones. Our work rate and our intensity throughout the match until the last 15, 20 minutes, it was way down. And I'm going to go back again to the fact that we started a lineup that we haven't seen in the regular season. So that's that. Late Later on, the press came back as the subs came in. We saw Darwin Soren come in, Quintero, Lassiter, Boniek. I think that's it. Four subs. I was a little disappointed to not see Bahamic again. I wanted to see Ramirez, but what do I know? I'm just the guy sitting on a couch drinking a beer, watching the game and talking shit on Discord. Speaking of Darwin Quintero, the goal scientist, he's, he looks off, and the announcer said it, and I've been saying this. He looks like he's trying to do too much, like he is trying to package statistics that he would get in a 90-minute performance into his 20. Darwin, you don't need to do that. Be yourself. Play those 20 minutes the way you would play your 90. That's when you were successful. Last year, you had seven goals and 13 assists, if my stats are correct. You were successful playing the 90 that way. Play your 20 that way. Because we, I can count one, two, three turnovers, top of my head. Three of them. A poor pass, a pass out of bounds, and then he ran to the top right corner of the box, straight into two defenders. And it's becoming a habit. So let's go through the player rankings from me. Fenestar. Uh, I'm going to give Marich, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm gonna, I'm, you, might, you might hate me, some of you, but uh, I'm going to give Marich a 7. Yeah, I said it. His distribution was better. He threw. He rolled the ball out of the back more. Yes, at the end of the game, he had a horrendous, a fucking horrendous kick, <laughs> which, oh my God, could have cost us the match. But it, it was horrendous, and it was like straight out of bounds. So I'm going to give Marich a 7. I think he will improve. He has improved from last year to this year. I think considering the support that he has, he's doing a fine, fine job. Trust in the wee boy. I tell you what, he'll be fine. Adam Lundquist, I'm going to give a five. 
that goal was 100% his fault. Other than that, typical quiet night from Adam. Most of our players, somebody said in Discord, they're invisible tonight. Or, or they said, Memo's invisible again. And I said, they're all invisible. It felt like nobody shone tonight. And the only shine anybody had was when they screwed up. Like, for example, Maxi not finishing. Um, or, what was the other one I'm thinking of on the top of my head? Derek Jones's poor passes. Those two that were just right to FC Dallas. Or Fafa just letting a ball go straight out of bounds. Like, for a minute, he forgot who he played for. Fafa's like, oh yeah, I play for I play for Houston now. Shit. Post-Toro stress disorder. So, Minor Figueroa, I'm going to give him a six. I thought his first game back, he brought something a little different than Boney. You could see the physicality from Minor versus Boniac Garcia is totally different. Minor Figueroa is fucking jacked. He, for, he's, what is he, 37? This motherfucker is in good shape. Oh my god. He's fucking ripped. Speaking of ripped, Tim Parker, I'm going to give a six. Just a quiet night. Quiet evening. Nothing spectacular. I was really hoping. Oh my god. Pomacall had the ball top left of our box outside the penalty area. And, and Parker just could have lined him up and just fucking taken him out. And I was like, do it, Timmy. You can, you can do it. But he didn't. Zarek Valentin, I'm going to give a five. Uh, again, not super impressive. Pretty quiet. He likes to slip. He slipped again this match. Check your cleats, Eric. Check your boots. Derek Jones. Oh, man. D. Jones. D. Jones. D. Jones. What do I give you? I want to say six, but the realist in me says five. Only because of those two horrendous passes, which could have very easily led to a counterattack goal. So how about a five and a half? We'll meet in the middle. Realist me and optimist me. We're going to meet in the middle at a five and a half for Derek Jones. I think he showed that he can play. I think he looked better than I expected for longer than I expected. Yes, he made two bonehead, boneheaded passes, but he did a lot of things well. And he gave Marich another option on the long ball. He's, he's, Derek Jones is a problem on corners. I would be giving him the ball every time. Move him and Timmy up, and you target one of them, period. Matias Vera, I would give him a six. Uh, I love his intensity. I think he plays the game with passion. He's so much, he's fun to watch. Like, he's a little shitbird, isn't he? He talks shit, he hard fouls, hard, you know, he's aggressive. I like him. I'm not, man, I, I can't figure out what's going on. You know, because the lineup that I'm seeing from the Dynamo side says a 4-3-3. And to me, we have two defensive midfielders that we're treating as box-to-box -box midfielders in Vada and Jones. Why don't we just go 4-2-3-1 and put Corona in the middle? Or maybe a 4-4-2 with Maxi and uh, Fafa up top. I don't know. Up top, you had Memo on the left wing. Oh, man. Five. Five for Memo. I, I don't think he did anything spectacular. He, he is one. He's the only one that I can think of that legitimately takes shots from outside the box with consistency. And they're accurate. He had that left-footed one early on in the game. But he's the only one that really tries from outside the box. We've got to put more goals on target because... Like you saw with Mar Marich, a bad spill, and you guys go into the box. We can maybe bundle one home or just a little tap in. Moving over to Maxi Aruti, give him a five. 
again, just nothing really, nothing spectacular. He had that shot in the first half off the breakaway. That was a tough angle. He would have had a chip to keeper. I don't know if that's in Maxi's repertoire. I know he's a professional and everybody's saying, oh, he should be able to chip the keeper. He's a professional footballer. Yeah, but maybe he's not comfortable doing that. and doesn't want to look like a fucking idiot. That'd be like missing a layup in basketball. A fast break layup. That shit's embarrassing. I know because I've done it. I did it in tryouts. And then I said, fuck. And all my friends laughed. And the coach made my friends run because they didn't hear me say, fuck. So on the right, you had Fafa Pico. Oh. She had five and a half. Five and a half for Fafa. Just another so-so, all right performance. Yes, okay, you know what? We got to give him a six. He had a goal. I, I bet when they actually rate him, he'll give him a seven. But I'd give him a six because aside from that goal, there, there wasn't anything. And you know, you might say, well, he scored a goal. Well, yeah, but it was a penalty kick. Almost everybody on the team could score a goal from that or at least have a pretty goddamn good chance. Talking about our subs, Boney came in for a very limited amount of time, but he was Boney. He was, he was, you know, did his job. I thought Darwin Saran looked good. I do. I thought he looked impressive for the little bit of time he gets. That might be somebody that we slot in over Jones. If we're going to play two midfielders like uh, two defensive mids in a 4-3-3, maybe that's what we do. Uh, Quintero, same thing. Turnovers, sloppy possession, trying too hard. He's trying to package those seven goals and 13 assists into 20 minutes a game. It's harder to do. Be yourself. Everybody else is taken. Fucking stupid thing. Ari Lasseter, this was the, the first game that Ari came on where he really didn't create problems, I thought. Granted, he was only in for eight or nine minutes. He didn't create a lot of problems. Usually he does really well at getting down the wing and bringing, getting up the field and throwing it across, maybe knocking off the defender for a corner. But this game, he just... Overall, we just looked very average tonight. And thank God FC Dallas also looked very average because that could have been, maybe should have been, a loss, depending on how you look at it. Because they dominated the first half, 100%. They dominated they were all over us. I was my, my butthole was tight. My butthole was real tight. So tough, tough, tough game to watch. But you know what? We got a point. We got a point. And here are some fun stats for you. We had more shots. We had 15 shots on. Uh, we had 15 total shots. Dallas had 13. Four of our shots were on target. Three of theirs were on target. Dallas led us in possession, which we are totally used to, 55% to 45% as a counterattacking team. Possession is, possession is not my middle name. Passes, Dallas had 454 to our 377. Dallas's pass accuracy was 82% to our 77%. Fouls, Dallas had 21 to 13. Dallas likes to foul. And that just kind of goes to show team discipline. You know, I understand it's a derby, but Dallas has been committing a shitload of fouls all year. You heard the stats in the pregame if you listened, and if you haven't listened, go give it a listen. You'll see that I get most of my predictions wrong. Yellow cards, we each had three. I thought um, very easily there should have been reds. You could have thrown out Acosta. You could have thrown out Memo. Red cards, none. Offsides, Dallas one to R2. Hey, linesman, 
Do a better fucking job of calling the offsides when he's offsides. Stop waiting for the play to continue. You know it's offsides. Put your flag up. Fucking whistle it. Jesus. You're, that that shit right there, that's when mistakes happen. He doesn't put his flag up, then he go to VAR, and who the hell knows what VAR is going to see, or a dude gets injured or something. Put your flag up. Dallas had six corners to hour one. So they struggled from set pieces, aside from their free kick. Now, overall, I'm disappointed yet happy. It's like, it's like I had sex, but I found out that the girl's dad and I work together. It's what, it's what it feels like. I'm disappointed but happy. We could have won, but we also could have totally shit the bed and given this one away. The amount of effort and attention that we pay on the road, it's got to improve or it's going to be a long road season. And it usually is with us. But we got a point, and that's what I've said. We're now averaging half a point per game on the road, and we're averaging two points at home. Which, if we can bump that half a point average on the road up to one full point, boys and girls, we will make the playoffs. I think the plane ride home for the players is going to be nice and easy. There's not much you can say. They went to a place where, since Matt Jordan's taken over, we've been notoriously bad, and they got a point. I'd imagine they're tired as can be. It was hot as shit. We had hydration breaks back, but you guys got to start getting used to it. You play in Houston. We should be the most... Most more used to it than anybody out there. So, you know, there was a lot of negativity in the chat today, and I am equally as guilty. But, you know, th there's times to be honest. And when we're being honest, even if it's negative, that's okay. But sometimes we're negative just to be negative, and that's, that's shit we got to stop. You can't always be positive. Sometimes the glass, the glass is half full. Like if it's three-eighths full versus five-eighths, three-eighths would be half full or less than half full for my mathematicians out there. But we have a big game Wednesday, a big match Wednesday for Sporting Kansas City, who are one of our more traditional rivals as well, from what I believe, what I've been told, which means i got to record two more of these episodes in the next five days, a pre-game and a post-game. The Surge, Al Battalion, and uh, Texian Army went up there. I could hear y'all on TV. Way to fucking show out. I'm sure you guys are all wasted right now. That's good. I'm not. Some of us are. You guys, you guys show out for the team. We love it. Boys and girls, that's it. This is your FC Rent Boys. Excuse me. This is your Frisco Rent Boys post-game show after our club. Our one and only club. Stole a point. From those fuckers. Paxton Pomakoff, if you're listening, you need to see a barber. Change your facial hair. Because nobody's going to want you around their children. Anyway, it's me, Fenister. This has been the Houston Dynapod Podcast. Have a great weekend. Talk to you guys soon. Go Dynamo! Albert Police is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it! There it is! It's a double! And it's Bumble Rodriguez again!